0: This is music director Crystal Bunch and recently had a moment to sit down with Claire Cronin. Claire just released her album, Bloodless. She is an LA-based musician and also an author. We discussed how it was to record and produce that album in the middle of the pandemic. What's next for her? We discussed where her journey started as a musician, when she knew she was going to be that musician, and the steps that took from there to get to where she is now. Thanks so much, Claire, for sitting down and chatting with me, and thank you, all of you out there, for listening to KZMU. Moab. my name is crystal bunch and i am here today with claire cronin claire is a musician la based with the newest released album was bloodless which was released in november getting into this first of all i guess i want to start with because you're not just a musician so for people who are not familiar with yourself who is claire cronin
1: um i'm a musician and a writer i've been writing music and poems and nonfiction for a long time but my first full-length book came out last year and it's called Blue Light of the Screen and it's kind of a memoir and also kind of about the horror genre and I've released a few albums on different indie labels so just I've done I mean I've done some visual art too but at this point it's it's mostly music and writing.
0: (laughs) Perfect yeah it's so easy to like dive in and like do so many different things and then like regroup and say okay like where do i really want to spend my yeah. time well with bloodless because that is the newest release and that's what brought us here together to talk about it um i think that i'm not positive which First, which track was released first. But the first one that I received that I started playing on my show and that was added to our station was the actual title track, Bloodless. Mm -hmm. How did that album come about? Was that something that you've been working on for a while? How was the writing and production of that album? How did that happen?
1: Sure. Um, I think most of the songs were written over about two years from the time of my last release, I had, you know, certain plans about how I was going to record it. And then COVID happened. So it became an album that we recorded just from our house, me and my husband, who also plays on the record. So it wasn't an album about the pandemic, but the circumstances of recording it were like strongly <laughs> influenced by that fear and despair and and kind of claustrophobia. And the fact that it's like so pared down is also reflective of that. And that I did like just so many. Kind kind of torturous takes of each of those songs recording it something about doing it at home versus in a studio it was mm-hmm. like all my sort of perfectionism <laughs> came <laughs> out and like there's no one to tell me now is a good time to stop or <laughs> or that sounds good So it became like almost this like negative hallucinatory experience to record some of those songs, like just like in this tiny room, there's like wildfires happening outside. You like Mm -hmm. can't breathe the air, like playing this, (laughs) playing this riff on the guitar over and over again. Um, So it was a really intense process.
0: Do you think that if obviously, I mean, I think I already know the answer to this question, but if the surroundings were different and you were recording it maybe in the studio, if the outside, things that were happening in the world weren't happening, do you think this album would have had a different sound or do you think it would have been similar?
1: I mean, the songs, you know, had their own energy before... COVID happened and we Mm -hmm. recorded them. So some of it would have been similar. And I had been touring and playing those songs. But when you're playing them on stage, it's like a very different feeling. Um, So some of the songs that I thought would be played with kind of a faster tempo or like a little bit more of an aggressive energy ended up sounding like these kind of funeral dirges (laughs) when I recorded (laughs) them at home. So yeah, who's to say? I think if we had been going to a proper studio and paying for studio time, it probably would sound a little more like polished and maybe we would have had like other friends play on it instead of just me and my husband and then a couple of friends adding stuff, you know, from far away. But I just feel like, you know, if the past year and a half taught me anything, it's that you just have to keep making work within whatever circumstances you're given instead of like trying to envision this perfect thing and then seek it because there's so much you can't control. Um, And sometimes the art is more interesting when it's responding to that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, I've talked to a lot of artists that have had to adjust everything they've ever known about producing and, you know, writing and, you know, down to the writing because of the, what was happening around them. And I think that just, it's amazing to me to hear the stories of how you guys have all adjusted in one way or another and still, still made these amazing albums that have come out. I can't imagine doing it. So I think that it's, it's really great that you guys are figuring that out. Where did you get your start in music? Where, was it where someday you were somewhere and you had that aha moment that Mm -hmm. I I'm going to make music when did that happen for you um
1: I was a really little kid and my parents kind of pushed me into it uh like kindergarten age to play guitar and I started writing songs in first grade like about like a dog down the street (laughs) was my (laughs) first song (laughs) So it was, you know, it was heavily influenced by my dad having this idea that it would be cool if I played guitar. And so I just did it. (laughs) Um, But I really liked to practice and to play. And I, so, you know, I think I had an aptitude for it and then I I just kept doing it. There was a time when I stopped like at the end of high school, beginning of college age. um, But then I returned to it and uh, yeah, it's just been this through line in my life.
0: That's really cool. Coming back to the actual album here too i forgot to ask this question but what what would your go-to track be on the album if you were going to say this is who we are and this is this kind of sums up this album what track would that be for you
1: i think uh the one that i'm liking the most is feel this It's i feel like it's the most vulnerable one but i think bloodless would be a close second just because it it's also, it's like expressing some of the main ideas of the record and also the sound.
0: Yeah. That's the one I always end up going back to. Like I've listened (laughs) to the whole album times, but bloodless is usually the one that makes its debut on the show. So thank (laughs) you. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, What's next for, for you and even your husband as a, as, as the band, where are you guys going to tour? Are you working on new material? What, what's the future look like for Claire Cronin?
1: Well, it's been uh tricky to say what the next few months will be like because of covid and because i had a baby also during this (laughs) past (laughs) year touring seems very tricky so Mm -hmm. i'm i'm gonna at least do a handful of shows and maybe like a west coast thing this spring but I would like to do more, you know, in the summer next fall. It's just it's weird to have an album come out and not be able to properly tour it. Right. But I yeah, played I, one show last weekend, so that was <laughs> a start.
0: How is that? I mean, what what thoughts are going through your mind after not doing that for so long and then going on the stage for that first time?
1: I mean, it felt just so wild and almost like a dream. Like I had envisioned what it would be like to do that again, so it felt really surreal. And of course, I had like. Practice so much at home in my room and felt like I had really mastered everything. But then I I was suddenly nervous um, <laughs> and kind of like flubbed the first song. But the, but I, it got better after that. <laughs> <Awesome>. I hope. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you if you finished it. If you finish the show without getting booed off the stage, I feel like No,
1: people were so nice and supportive. I feel like audiences are happy to be coming back to shows. Mm -hmm. And I when I told people I hadn't played in a year and a half, they like clapped (laughs) like we were in a support group or something.
0: (laughs) So it was very sweet. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, where can they find your music for anybody listening to this interview when it airs? Where can they find the new album, past albums, even books where? Yeah, what's, what's easy for them.
1: Um, if you just look up my name, Claire Cronin, you could find Bandcamp, which has the records, the Arundel Records website, um, my website, which is just clairecronin.com, any streaming services. Should all be out there.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks so much for sitting down and chatting with me today. I can't Thank wait you. to get this on air so everyone can can see how great this album is. And for anybody listening in the future, I highly recommend you picking up Bloodlust and even diving down into some of those past releases. So, thanks so much, Claire. Thank
1: you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.